In today's episode, we reveal our amazing race secrets. We discuss if we had any regrets, which racers we'd sleep with, what other teams pissed us off, what really happened when the cameras were off, which British YouTubers we encountered while in France, and if we'd come back for All-Stars. Stick around, subscribe on iTunes, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag Psychobabble. Hey everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories I've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. <laughs> I know I can't. Oh, so now she's camera shy. Are you trying to hurt How how does it go? And then airplane's like I hate in the early seasons when it's like stock footage of a plane weirdly photoshopped. Is it all footage of a plane stock footage? No. Simply put, no. What do you call? You're so stupid. What do you call? You're so fucking dumb. Stock footage of a foot. Footage. (laughs) You're welcome. Or like a stocky foot, like 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 you know, thick footage, kinkle realness, like stock footage. Well, the kinkle's not part of the foot, so Mm. I mean it's a leg. If you think about it, we're all just brains floating around in these (laughs) suffused bodies. Think about it. We're all just. Avoiding big block letters and stuff. So, oh my god, top ten things we did not encounter on The, the Amazing, Amazing Race. Was big space. block letters in space. My biggest fear, and we didn't have to deal with it. You like how we joked in every episode about, like, hoping to go to Africa? What if next time, if we ever go on the race again, every time we joke, we're like, go to the moon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think we'd, like, prank alert? Oh my god, I would love if the Amazing Race went to the moon because I honestly, wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd quit right there. Are you then. kidding? That's your one thing you wouldn't do? Yes, I'm not gonna go to. People die in space. No, people die, on Earth. More people die on Earth than they ever have in space. I disagree. Bitch. I disagree. You wanna fucking go? I disagree. There's like oh. eight people who've been to space and nine oh. of them are dead somehow. Oh. Their alien and their dog died. Oh. What hey, are we talking did we ever about? Spend, did we ever throw dogs into space? Probably. Yeah, the, like, Russians have a dog in space watching us through a telescope right now. Quirky. And his name's, like, woof. Um, okay, cool. His name's, like, Bark Barkington. <sighs> well, if you and guys like this episode. <laughs> uh, so today, Corey, we are doing a whole episode dedicated to our time on, on the, amazing the Amazing Space. Race. <gasps> oh, wow. I don't hate it. Oh, my God. What That's what they need to do to elevate both literally really, that and elevate. figuratively the race. So if you don't know, if if you haven't finished watching but us now, on the race. If you don't know, now you know. Oh my god, that's literally a lyric in Hamilton. <laughs> um, that's a rap song. I think. Well, anyway. <laughs> so if you don't know, we were on The Amazing Race. It's a reality show that's basically a race around the world, a million dollars for first place, but every first place that you get along the way, you get prizes, and every episode, whoever makes it to the, the finish line in that country per episode, gets eliminated if you last. come in last yeah. in that episode. Well, so every episode, there's less people. I mean, there's some, like, some like... There's twists and turns. Twists I mean, turns. Google it. Watch the show. You'll Basically, it every episode, it's the uh, the race gets tighter, less people are involved, and by the end, it's three teams remaining for that final prize of a million dollars. And if you haven't watched this season, and you do want to watch the season without spoilers, you'll probably want to skip this episode of Psycho Do Battle. not listen, because um, we're about to spill a lot about of spoilers. To spill it all. It, and it, it's done, it's happened, it's aired in the U.S. Um, we are going to yeah. share. I think Canada and Australia, they're airing like a few episodes behind, so you might not have the finale yet, so yeah. don't listen to this until you watch the finale. Or listen if you don't give a fuck. Um, so, we were on the race. Know, then now if you, you don't know. know, then you know. If you don't snow... I'm thinking, what's that snow cone? Would you, ugh. Uh, shave ice. Would you get shaved ice? It's shave ice? Shaved ice. It's shave ice. Well, when we were in Hawaii, it was definitely called shaved ice. No, definitely not. In Hawaii, that's one hundo, the place that they do call it shave ice. Shaved. No, girl. I Because trust me, all along I've been like, it really should be shaved ice. Now, when you were in fourth <laughs> grade, did you ever have shaved lice? No. Because <laughs> you know when you get lice, you have to just shave your head off? No. Hmm. Um, no. But I was going to say... <laughs> <laughs> I did have shave ice at the flea market the other day. Ew. Yeah, they've got Wait, you went to the flea market last weekend? Not last weekend, a couple weekends ago. Oh, I went and last at this weekend. point of at this point like a month ago. Oh my god. 
Um, but yeah, they've got a new like shave ice place outside and com slash grape. Do you ever think, um, Christ, Jesus yeah. ever shaved? Blood of Christ, no cones. Yeah. No, no. Face. I was going to say, do you ever think he was a shaved Christ? He shaved his head off? Not head off. <laughs> oh God, he, he, he shaved his poor head off. I mean, off. when when he was in that. Can you believe Jesus is dead? Well, he, I guess everyone's when dead. When he was in that. Well, not everyone yet. When he was in that tomb for three to seven days what or whatever. What was he up to? Oh my I God. I bet he shaved off his head. I do got to say, the Easter episode, if you haven't listened to it, is iconic. What were we talking about? The race. We need to talk about the race. Yeah. So we asked you guys, if you wanted <laughs> to know anything about the amazing race, we were going to give you all the inside scoop. Uh, so ask us with hashtag Team Tyler and Corey on Twitter. Corey, what's your Twitter so people can follow you? It is at K-O-R-E-Y-K-U-H-L. I love plugging it early yeah. in the episode. Oh, my God. That was great. Uh, when I was at the Webbies, um, <laughs> Michael Moore had a very – he was on stage presenting. Was it that like – He had a funny moment. He was all like, you know what? If I were president, I'd make sure the whole world had a universal plug. So everyone will have the same plugs every – Every cord will, that will charge anything will be the exact and same cord. And then he was cord. like, speaking of plugs, follow me on Twitter. No. Well, good plug. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no. He was like, speaking of plugs, talking about somebody's hair. hair. <laughs> um, okay. So your questions about The Amazing Race. Corey, what's a good question somebody sent to us? I, so the funny thing is I had opened – I mean, not that funny, but – How funny are we talking? <laughs> I had opened a bunch of windows and I just randomly picked one. How funny. And the one I picked is actually not bad because it like – it starts it off like early on, which I was like, I guess maybe we should have some sort of structure. I mean like – You're in charge. Yeah. <gasps> have it, you ever seen the musical You're in Town? No. So they want to know. Okay. This person's <laughs> name is Parker. Uh, or at least that's what Parker. they say. And they said, if you could go back to when the race first started, would you change anything about your strategies? No. No. I felt like we went into the race like so – I felt pretty prepared but also flexible with what we were about to be up to. Yeah. I, I felt – Our strategy was to have fun. And I think a little part of me before the race left was like worrying about being too overprepared. And worrying too much about Girl, what And then we things. saw other teams and we were like, we're fine. Yeah. I was like, let's just roll. Not because the they were like not – able to compete but like some teams were just like over prepared and i think on a show like that it, it's kind of at a detriment sometimes to be over prepared i think you've got to be able to adjust and move and wiggle and like oh i can wiggle can you we've we saw you wiggle in columbia <laughs> no i thought you were gonna say in bali when i had to do the salt challenge we saw you wiggle then too i had to like make salt from scratch and there was like this ancient technique that like they were demonstrating and then Corey was like oh tyler's got this and then i come up what was I doing? Like a wiggle shimmy. You were like shimming the water. And what was your the, response? Which like, he did not tell me until afterward. I was like, oh, girl, <laughs> that doesn't look right. Um, I was like, it's not right, but it's okay. Okay. Well, I mean, we got first that episode, so <laughs> we bitch. did. I mean, it's so funny when people ask about strategies or changing things because as, to make it as far as we did, it's like you can't really say you would change anything because in a show like that and in a race like that, you have to be able changing to fly the feet. littlest thing would have changed everything. I mean, yeah, it's so, like, and w- when people are like, oh, would you switch who did the dancing detour or right. something? Or I'm like, roadblock. I'm like, no, because that that was the structure that got us how far we did because you could only do a certain amount of roadblocks. Right. If Corey hadn't done that, so maybe he would have done a different roadblock and maybe he wouldn't have been able to. Right. Do, you know what I mean? I like, saw the same thing and people also said, I saw somebody tweet during the finale or around that time, they were just asking if we felt bad not helping the models in uh, Geneva with the flag thing. And no, it's I don't like, feel bad about anything. But I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I we loved the models and we got along with Brittany and Jessica really well. But it's like, had I helped them and Who they knows? somehow made the same train that we all made and they somehow knocked out Scott and Blair that day, like literally it would have changed everything. The, the whole game would have been different. Yeah. Every little, every little thing would have been different. So at it, the end of the day, I really don't regret or want to change anything. Right. That's what I said. And even with our strategy, I think a lot of it was just being able to adjust and move so no, Parker. I don't think we would change a thing. Also, I was looking at Parker's Twitter profile and their bio says, that's so Brandon of Brandon. <gasps> really? Oh, my God. That's <laughs> yeah. so funny. I know. I just noticed it out of the corner of my eye. You know, somebody was like – somebody on the official Facebook page, which is like full of haters that hate everything about the race. And I'm like, why do you even like the page it's if like, you hate everything about the race? Yeah. Wait. for Just for a second to give uh, context to the listeners. Like the official Amazing Race Facebook page is like mom and dad's being online bullies. It's Literally, the weirdest. It's so weird because it's like imagine so... liking a TV show. Right. And then liking it oh. enough to push like on the page and then also liking it enough to be in conversations on posts. Every single response it's, to every post on even, The Amazing Race. The funny thing is it's not even conversations. They just want to yell. 
And like they hate everybody, you, they hate everything. It's so it's literally it's the and weirdest. I'm like you wonder why this world has a bullying problem. Like they're learning it at home. It's like these kids learn it from these dumb adults like, that are like I see like sixty year old women saying that they like hated you and I on the race or, because we were gay or something no, no, stupid. No, no. And I'm like, it, like oh them hating my God. Sherry and being like, What a slut <laughs> for having boobs. Right. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's the weirdest like it's like old people angry. Uh, it's so weird. Bull online mom and dad bullies and it's gross. You know what? It, and if your parents are that, online bullies, put them in check. In response to that, I would say if you it, it, I feel like the most vocal people online are yeah. the people that hate something. Oh yeah. I I have a challenge. And, and, you know, I, I think we're really lucky because our listeners and, you know, our, the people that follow us on Twitter are pretty positive unless they're dragging us. So, like, in a fun way, they're pretty positive. But, like, my challenge to you is to put m- more positive shit on the Internet. Like, when you like something, yeah. comment that you like it. Because you're never going to – like, it's it's the same thing as, like, when you leave a Yelp review. Nobody's going to be like, wow, this was oh, this is good food. You're only going to be like, wow, this yeah. is the fucking worst shit I've ever had. Right. You know? That's you, the way the world works. It's like when you have a bad experience, more you're more likely to tell people than when you You're have more likely experience. to talk about it because you expect everything to just be good. But, like, if you like something, if it's something, if something's good, say something. And tweet it. Yeah, your faves. <laughs> I, li- I like it when people out of the blue tweet – their fave something positive yeah. well that's what i said me and sarah brellis and katie perry and okay. ellen pompeo i mean a little off topic but i i was thinking the other day because i was looking at some of the like facebook comments of the crazy online mom and dad bullies <laughs> and so that i was like i wonder if this happens on regular tv shows not just reality tv shows does it oh, oh my god, god. Grey's anatomy so fans I are like stumbled across, how dare meredith i stumbled across the Grey's anatomy fan page and listen their comments were like times 10 of what the amazing race facebook page gets and it was like i don't think she should have kissed oh him i'm like it was hilarious can i um do a plug real quick y'all should <laughs> Girl, uh, get your plug <laughs> y'all should uh become fans of if you like the podcast go be a fan of us on facebook well, that was a good um, segue. yeah uh and leave positive comments facebook.com slash psychobabble podcast um go push like and uh leave some love on the page um, anyway, back to questions. Jamie wants to know, when are you guys going to go on some of the trips you won from Travelocity? Well, we are still waiting for Travelocity to reach out, you which, know. I mean, it's a process. They've got like 12 trips to give to people, essentially. So when you come in first place on an episode, not the last episode, but like any episode from start to finish, you win a, win a prize. So sometimes it's cash. Sometimes it's like a luxury well, thing during the race. every time do you get a prize. Not every time. Our, the, our final first place? They didn't what, give us a prize. We How got rude. First place in China. I yeah. tweeted CBS. I said, I'm a tweet pardon at, me. I'm a tweet at Travelocity and be like, I, I CC'd, I CC'd, <laughs> I CC'd CBS. I CC'd Phil, the host. I CC'd the Amazing Everywhere. Race Twitter. But I should have done Travelocity. Yeah. We should tweet Travelocity. Yeah. Um, I mean, they might send us to like sunny Chicago or something, but I'd, I'd take Sunny it. Chicago? In the summer, it's great. <laughs> So, uh, what are we taking our trips? So we have like Philippines, we have St. Thomas, we have an Alaskan, Alaskan cruise. cruise. Well, honestly, and... we got to figure out who gets what and what's doing what. Should we take one together? Do you want to? That would be sweet. We, we probably we were going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> I say, do you want to? And then you're looking at me like, eh. uh, well, we uh... we talked about doing like the Philippines with a small group. Okay, so I guess that's like that's us together. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then I'll get, um, St. Thomas and yeah. you'll have Alaska. I was at the, fuck. interesting. Okay. I would be okay with that. Um, my mom's like, what are you doing with that Alaskan cruise? I'm like, I not tell, giving it to you. Honey. I tell you what my grandma said. What? I mean, no offense to anyone listening. What's her name? Dragger. Nancy. <gasps> what a. She said to my mom, Oh my I, God. I really think Corey and Tyler need to give one of their trips to Sherry and Cole. Why? Um, duh, Grandma. We love Sherry and Cole to death. You want to know what we gave them? But like a trip around the world on the Amazing Race. <laughs> I'm like, ain't no. I'm like, why? Why she got to tell us we need to give a trip away? Why are you telling Matt and Dana? Right. If anybody should give a trip, Matt and Dana should. <laughs> no, I mean, and I think it's. I told my mom, I was like, tell Grandma that's against the rules. Remember, when, it is against the rules it? to like split prizes and shit. I don't yeah. think it is. I think it's against the rules to during the race say, I'll give you this. You know, to entice somebody else with a prize that you can win on the race. I think they say, like, you can't, all three teams can't go into the end and be like, let's just split it between the three. Oh my God, really? We should have. Yeah. They say no to that. (laughs) Having lost, we should have. Um, what's another question, Corey? Um, 
This is Armena. Sure, let's go with it. Uh, she wants to know, what was your favorite leg of the race? Favorite leg? Uh, it's different because yeah. some locations were good, but also some challenges were good. Yeah. Location-based. Okay. Who, which one did you like? Right off the top of your head. Gosh, location-based. I say really Bali. loved Chamonix. Oh, I was going to say Chamonix. Like, but as far as the challenges and the stuff we did, I really liked Bali Day 2. Uh, so that was more water We, stuff. like, woke up on the boat. We, like, scuba dived for a second. I did not like we the challenges left. of that that day because, to me, they were too linear and nobody had a chance to really – I mean, that was the day when – Um, but I did the love U-turn. that chicken challenge. That was the day of the U-turn. Yeah. And I don't like it when a U-turn is in play and nobody has a chance to come back from it. And I felt like they, they were right. really – It was a little tough on Brody and Kurt to yeah. recover from that because the f- roadblock of the cliff jump was so easy. Right. I, the, I wish the cliff jump had a, like a puzzle at the top. That's like not a bad idea. And I mean, actually, and how And hard... you couldn't jump until you actually, figured out the puzzle. Yeah. I'm just, I just like thought there was for sure an episode once where they had to like do this like line across like a gorge. Yeah. And when they got to the other side, they had to do a puzzle and then they got the flag and came back. Right. And like, like how hard me just going up there and jumping off. I'm like, as a viewer of the show... I wish that somebody could have gotten stuck up there right. and Brody and Kurt could have come back from or, it. As somebody who U-turned Brody and Kurt, I'm like, thank God they didn't come back or from it. Or even like when before we even left, like on the uh, beach when we went and got the clue that said to go to the cliff jump, like maybe there was a little puzzle on the beach that you put together and that – That should have been that. And then like once you put it together, you saw that it was a cliff and you saw that it was like the cliff jump. I agree. That would have – Shit, you and I should just work for the show. I I often do think I could organize. <laughs> like, who do we, I mean, who do props we to the at? people that at CBS. They oh, put yeah. on a great. I think it's the most. Uh, no, what's impressive uh, reality show I on mean, TV? I think it really is. When you think about it, I mean, I think a lot of the shows, both Survivor and Amazing Race, Survivor does really j- good job with the challenges and the location. Survivor is better at challenges. Amazing Race is better at. Um, spectacle but i think i mean the the work is so much different because it's like for survivor they just have to clear one island in one country and they're there i'm like part of planning the race is they have to go visit these countries they have to visit the like legs they have to then design a challenge with it i'm like that's so insane how much work they have to put into that jody from season 14 yes uh went on to um be a part of the production behind the race. And I'm like, if I could go on to be a part of the production on the race, she's more about casting. I would love to be a part of uh, games and challenges. I think that would be so fun. And like coming up with like things like that. I, uh, cause back in high school, I've told you guys, but like my friend Phil, um, who I went to high school with, he used to always put on big brother for us. And he was like obsessed with coming up with challenges, coming up with like, these like puzzles and things like that and I'm, I've always been like he should be doing that for a living he should be working for CBS doing that um, what's another question Cor? Um, Billy says did you guys discover a way to cope when things were out of your hands like when one had to sit out for a roadblock did we find a way to cope I think I think just I mean going into it knowing that Corey was going to give it his best effort like, I, I knew that Corey wasn't going to give up. So, like, I didn't – it wasn't hard for me to – even when a challenge was difficult for Corey. So, say the, like, dancing challenge. Like, I I didn't need to cope with any, anything because I knew Corey was going to do his best. Yeah. You know what I mean? For me, I mean, it's like I wasn't stressed that you wouldn't be able to complete something or do something. I'm just the person who wants to do everything. Right. And it's like because every challenge and every experience, I think – you get to show how tough you are and you get to do something crazy and new. And it's like the hardest part for me was that we weren't getting to do things together. Right. And it's like even some of those more physical roadblocks that you did, uh, like the salt one in Bali, I was just thinking I would love to do that just because I want to see if I can do it. I want to see how quickly I can get it done. I want to see if I'm uh, like strong enough to carry the water out. of. Right. Like that's what I wanted to say. I was never worried that you weren't going to do it. Gabe says, is it anything other than bullshit that you didn't get to keep the Travelocity gnome? Oh, that's bullshit. That is bullshit. <laughs> I mean, but I guess what we'd have to like cut them in half and like we each get. No, you Do you want to cut them. them down the middle? Or, like, you can have them. You bottom? can have them. Okay. I think the thought of having it is good enough for me and then you can physically have it. Um, M wants to know, so are y'all all good with Bernie? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's so funny because in the episode, I think they we're were about episode eleven. Episode the when it's down to the final four in, in China. China. Yeah. Um, there's obviously a little bit of tension during that episode between Bernie and I, but it's like I feel like it was one way. I was all good. I didn't give a fuck. I and if you watch it and think about it, yeah, most of the tension was in. It was coming just from Bernie. Yeah. It's funny, too, because I saw people kind of mentioning about our, like, our comments for the, like, after interviews. Uh, well, I mean, what what did we even say? Anything? Like, they were saying, uh, I saw someone saying that we were kind of complaining that Bernie blew our cover when we, when Bernie didn't know he was blowing our cover. Oh, yeah, He yeah, sounded yeah. a little jaded. But I'm like, that came after that whole day was filmed. And that, like, that was at the end of the leg. And it was, like, after he had, like, after called he had, you like, jackasses and, like... like it was, it was he a told full us day of him, were, like, just kind of poking and prodding me with, verbally. It was, like, right. Uh, and I was kind of, like, annoyed by it. <laughs> of course I was annoyed by it. Because, right. like, I mean, especially it's a culmination of, like, the entire race. And it was leading up to the day. And you know what happened that morning? We were on the plane. And and I'm going to fucking throw him under the bus for half a second. And, but, Bernie, you know I love you. Um, On the plane, when you're – when it's 24-7 gaming, when you're 24-7 – trying your best to get to the end which every team is doing yeah little things will annoy you if a team does something so for example bernie and ashley tried to get to the front of the plane when we landed uh, in in skipped the order that we were sitting in and of course they're gonna do that because they want to I mean, they it's right, strategy and, them, I, and it's... i'm like yes we're all gonna be like that but like it was just one of those things where it just bugged me at 3 a.m. when we were leaving the plane, yeah. and I was kind of like, "Great, so we're already starting our day, well, I mean, racing I think... at 3 a.m. when it's like on the plane, even." And every episode was like that. In every, you know, and and I get it, and you have to be racing 24 seven. But in that moment, I was just, it was like setting up the day for me to yeah, be like, "Great." And it, it's just that was toward the end. I think, like, you and said, we were all, all like annoyed by the end well, by yeah, everyone. Everyone was. Everyone knew how close you were. Everyone was like getting nervous. Everyone, I mean, was doing and watch their own Bernie Vans strategy. acting like I'm dragging him. I'm not. I love Bernie. I think Bernie and Ashley were some of the smartest competitors on the race. Absolutely. And it's hard for me to to. It's hard for anybody on the race when the tensions are so high and the stress is so high. Yeah. And I mean, it's like everybody had their little things. Like he was clearly trying to kind of uh, he, get under our skin, and, and he did poke get under our skin. I mean, He's so smart. He knew what he was doing. Right. And it was the same thing. Like we were having our strategy, which was like withholding information. Right. So, but I mean, and the, and the funny thing is, I'm I gotta also say because I'm gonna say it. Um, him saying we're jackasses for working together in China, and then. Five minutes later, come up and try to work with us. I'm like, why would I give you any information? Yeah. I'm just, I was all like eye roll emoji. It was that I wanted to do that challenge. But also, you, I think you would have been better at that challenge. Though, I just wanted to run. I know. It was literally like how many hours of running? Oh my God. At least. Dana and I were literally minutes. sprinting for like, yeah. Um, and then one final thing, defending myself. Oh my God. Um, Keep going. I mean, I just really opened Pandora's. You box. really did about, cause I just, and you don't want to know why it's because I see all the comments on the Facebook page of being like, Tyler oh, shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Tyler shouldn't. Have. I'm like, fuck off. People acting like I was working against Bernie. Oh yeah. Yeah. In that this episode. Is what I had said all along is like, Matt everyone... and Dana and you and me had worked together from the start always. So like when it came to working with Dana, it was a no brainer because we were coming down the Eiffel Tower together. We were like, do you want to work together? Yes. Because I felt like, between the two of us, we would be able to figure out the clues together. So when Bernie tried to ha- work with us, I was like, it's not me trying to get Bernie out. It's me trying to get Dana and I ahead. Right. I mean, I think that's what a lot of our strategy was. It was never targeted. Even when we U-turned Brody and Kurt, we didn't work with another team to eliminate anybody. I mean, you can look at it that way because of the way it played out. But we had never discussed with Bernie and Ashley uh, how that U-turn was going to go down. But it's like every move we made and every strategy – that we had was always to advance ourselves, never Not to, to get somebody else eliminate out. someone. And even, yeah, even when it was down, we to never, final we four. literally every elimination. And I'm not just saying this, but we, the, our cast was so tight and like adored each other that every elimination, we were all kind of bummed, but like happy. You know what I mean? Like we were bummed to see them go, but happy to get further in the race. But it's like, it's, that's the race. And I think with other casts, there were teams that hated each other. And, oh, like, yeah. they would celebrate if somebody got out. Almost the entire race, we were just kind of bummed. Right. I mean, there like, were multiple times when I was just genuinely, like, sad. I mean, even, like, I think you saw when we chose to use the U-turn, we were we were close with Brody and Kurt, and it kind of came down to being a game-time decision. But it's like, 
I liked and adored both of those guys, and I didn't, like, genuinely take pleasure in seeing them go home. I was happy that we were advancing, but I I, I genuinely liked I really liked, I I kind of think of reality TV like this. I like to make, I like characters or racers or contestants or whatever that make big moves. Well, see, and it's like I said. And so I I wanted, like, I, I... I think bigger picture of who do you love in a reality show? Who do you like remember? I'm like, I like yeah. people that put it all out there, put it all on the line. Yeah. I was going to say as a big of a fan of survivor as I am. And as much as I want to play that game after doing the race and seeing how like hard sometimes it was for me when people got eliminated, I'm like, Oh my God, if I went on survivor, I would have to like get my head in the game from day one and be like, you're not making friends. Like, just try to. It's win. hard because, and we even said that we were like, okay, we're just kind of gonna do our thing. Yeah, we weren't expecting everyone to like be so right. And it's kumbaya. like I was, but like I you was, become friends because you're in this together. Like, I was genuinely sad when Marty and Hagen got eliminated. Oh my I gosh, was yeah. sad when Brittany and Jessica got eliminated. Zach and I Rachel. Was, I was like almost crying when Zach and Rachel got eliminated. Like, it was tough. You make such good friends with all these people. It's crazy. Crazy. Tess um, wants to know. I have a quick one. Go, go. Did you listen to any music while on the race? If so, how and what? Uh, only time we really got music was on flights. If, and in if the that hotel. that was like, oh, the hotel. But the hotel, like, it's like you you can turn on TRL oh, and you're we subject like, to whatever you We were watching see. like VH1 when we were in Georgia and it was like. Hot guys hunks, of the 80s. Hunks from the 90s. And it was just like, it was like an okay playlist, but you also had to mute it like every sixth song because. They it was play hard, like, though, because it's like <laughs> Blue you, don't, you don't get to uh, have the music you love unless you're on a flight and you can play a and this, I, rem- I do remember. I don't. I, the funny thing is I don't remember which flight it was, but I do remember we were on one of the flights and they had albums of like music and I saw they had 1989 by Taylor Swift and I got very excited to listen to it. Um, Michaela wants to know, what was your favorite detour during the race? Detour. So those are the challenges that we do together. I'm, yep. well, the people that don't know, yep. a lot of people, a lot of I people watching laughing. the show do not get how the show. Works. I was laughing because certainly you were clarifying for them, but you were also clarifying for yourself a little. No, and I know I the difference. I know that about you. No, I know the difference, <laughs> bitch. Uh, so which was it? Um, out of all the ones we did together, I, I mean, you're gonna say the the chickens and the coconuts. That was my favorite. Yeah, I liked that because I was like, I want to do a challenge that is gonna test our strength, right, and endurance, because like that's how we. we prepared we did a lot of things that i and mean especially were, going up against brody and kurt that are that everyone's thinking on the surface oh they're the strong ones i'm like i want to fucking prove ourselves yeah i mean i felt great that day you and i were like hustling the whole time and that was the kind of like physical challenges i was looking for and that's kind of why i wanted to do the salt and some of that i feel like a lot of the things i did were very technical based and it was a lot of building and a lot of uh i was so happy pay attention you did the, to the detail kite. Gosh. Although I do think I could have done the kite. I was just happy that you did it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you can't say I wish we would have changed anything because who knows if we had switched those two that day, I, maybe I couldn't have tied the salt bags. The funny thing is I wanted to carry the water up, but I did not want to like put the salt. Oh, in my bags. God. I do got to say doing that salt after like I the the making the salt like rubbed you raw. Yeah. And then tying up the salt it's like salt going in your cuts, cuts on your hand, it was yeah. a shitty day i um, did not like that maya this kind of piggybacks off the last question yeah. maya wants to know was there any challenge that you did that the other person wishes they did i wish that i didn't do the fucking bags how stupid i hated that challenge <laughs> oh not not no not what you wish you didn't do was there any that not that you wanted me to do but yeah i wanted you to do that oh what i wish that i could do what that you, you did? wish you would have done yeah that. uh flying down the mountain in oh, france yeah, yeah. i'm like the the reason i didn't do it and i think it was my turn to do the the roadblock at that we point were, we, we had were been thinking just, like, we were gonna go back and forth other. i but i didn't do it because my glasses were fogging up and how stupid and nerdy of me but like and there was oh my god i was watching a I'm past glad, season i'm really glad i did that i mean I'm not saying that I don't think you could have done it, but just the fact that just the fact that it turned out to be harder than I think even production thought. Oh, the running and the snow. I don't think they thought anyone was gonna mess that up. I I just because I was watching an old season and they did a similar paraglide, but they were like just running down a dirt hill. It was the exact same thing we did. Oh, I watched that season. What season? Yeah, I think it was season five. Oh yeah, they uh, they have that challenge. I would say I wanted to do. What else? What else did you do? I want. I did a lot. I mean, did you want to like do the flags? No. Although I do <laughs> think you... I would have figured out the flags right then and do there. You wanna, I do you want to? Did you want to do the volcano? No. Interesting. Let's just go through them all. Um, did you? I want didn't to... want to do the oil change. 
The oil change, I'm glad I did. I fucking killed it. Did you want to do the dance? I <laughs> didn't want to do the dance. Yeah, I don't think either. Although we had gone into it. We, we we went into the race thinking t- I would do the dance challenges, which I probably should have. Because yeah. um, I feel like even from like I used to do musicals in high school. So at least I can kind of have some kind of yeah. feel for, you know, being taught choreography. It's obviously not my thing at all. But like I felt like comfortable kind of. Did you through it? see? Well, see, that's funny because I was, I guess on paper, I was like thinking about it. Like I didn't really want to do the bags in Columbia. But then again, that was a more like it was running, a running challenge. One. Yeah. But I do sometimes wonder. It's funny that you got the two more running China and and, and the, the Columbia one, because I wonder if I would have been screaming at the cameraman to keep up. <laughs> I mean, I not that you're not quick, but sometimes the cameraman, the cameramen are down carrying huge, 50 heavy pounds cameras. of equipment yeah. like they're carrying so much. To the point where a lot of times, if you ever see a racer walking on the race and you're screaming at your TV, why are you walking? Right. It's because there you have to be within a certain amount of feet from your camera crew and from your partner. Yeah. And it may look like they're being lazy or just, you know, sauntering around. Right. It's because I, that was their camera of, crew says, wait. That was honestly one of the number one things as a fan of the show I would watch and be like, why are they walking? What's going on? And then you realize – Either they've been looking for something for a very long time and they're like catching their breath or the cameramen are having them walk, which is which is understandable. They carry huge bags. Their bags are heavier than the bags that we carry. Right. And one of them has a huge camera on their shoulder. And they're paying attention to angles and ambient sound and they're doing a million too. things. And plus, they're kind of behind the scenes and keeping track of where they are in the race and blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, oh, did I tell you I ran into Steve? Oh, yes, sir. I you were there. there. I saw him, too. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because there were so many people in the crew that also obviously work in Hollywood. You yeah. s- and now that we, like, worked with a bunch of people that are sound and equipment people, it's like yeah. you see them all around. Um, I have a question from Jeff. Yeah. He said, if each of you had to sleep with one person from one of the other teams on the race, who would it be? Mm-hmm. Are they talking about our season? From our, <laughs> from our season. Let's play our season. Do you mean, like, Zach cuddle? is really cute. <laughs> Zach is really cute. Does, Cole is adorable. Do they mean, like, cuddle? Does but, like, mean, I like, feel like Cole would be... Cole, don't take this a weird way. Sherry, I'm sorry. But I feel like Cole would be, like, a really good big spoon. And, like, his <laughs> muscles I could, like, kind of secure myself into. Yeah. Kurt, no. <laughs> Based on, like... You just want to, like, nestle up into that? Even Brody, I think he would not be a good cuddler. Are you no talking offense. about, like, Freaky Deaky or Cuddle Cuddle? I'm th- if I'm doing Freaky <laughs> Deaky, they're also getting Cuddle Duddle. Oh. Well, you and I have very different ideas. Uh, also, I... Mm-hmm. Wow. I think Cole, maybe. <laughs> Sarah would be my mother a lot. Um, I'm talking marriage. Oh, got it, got it. This is like a F, Mary kill. Mm, who else? Who are you going to say, Scott? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Scotty too hottie. <gasps> Wait. Did you know? Did you forget about someone? No. <laughs> I, I one went. of my neighbors, when I was like in seventh grade, his screen name was Scotty too hottie. That was like a wrestler. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we were friends. Okay. Anyway. Um, Vivi wants to know, did you guys have time for toilet breaks? Uh, yes and no. There, there was a season. What season was it? It was season seven. I'm so impressed. No, I want to say 14. 14, 14, 14. There was a team of who? Sisters. And they had to pee where? In China. Wow. Um, And they did it, and what happened? I mean, okay, to be, I read a like behind the scenes thing that they still probably. I'm, sh- I'm sure the lost, editing made it seem, but, but they stopped to pee on the way to the check in mat and ended up getting fourth instead of third, and that was to go to the final three. And it very much looked like their pee break is what sent them home. Wow. Someone told me that they, they true it was a close one, that it was like 10 minutes, but they don't think the bathroom really made the difference. Well, regardless, it was a thing that was like kind of in the Amazing Race universe history. And so when we were in China, also going from fourth into the final three. You had to pee. I really had to pee. And there was a moment where I was like, oh, the whole uh, theme park with Dana, I was like, oh, my God, Dana, I have to pee, I have to pee, I have to pee, I have to pee, I have to pee. But Dana was like, you are not going to pee. We're we're not doing this to get eliminated, blah, right. blah, blah. And it's so funny. Also, you said something that was really interesting about Dana's edit in regards to that comment. Will you repeat it or you want me to say it? I was, what, I was just saying. that How it was interpreted because she had said that to me. 
and how it would have been interpreted oh, if yeah. she said it to I Matt. mean, truly, yeah. I mean, the way that she said it to a friend and, and saying it to Tyler came across as, like, sweet and funny. And I'm sure if she had said the exact same thing to Matt, people would have been, like, ripping her to shreds and calling her the bee. How word. abusive that you wouldn't let your boyfriend pee. But if Blatter. she said it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Blatter Blatter. problem. Uh, but because she said it to me. And I think that kind of goes into um, the challenges of who you pick for your teammate. Oh, yeah. I've said a hundred million times that I would never in a million years do The Amazing Race with a significant other. And honestly, props to anyone who's ever done it or anyone who wants to do it with a partner because I think the dynamic is just so much different doing it with someone you're dating or married to versus doing it with like a friend or a parent. I mean, I don't know. It just becomes so much more personal. Right. And there's a way that Corey and I really work together, um, like in our everyday lives, that I think is, like, how you treat a friend as opposed to, I, I don't know. The gift of a friend. But you know what I mean? It's like, I feel like if I were to go on it with, same with a parent. If I were to go with my mom, I think my fuse would be so short. I think I would. See, I think maybe with my brother, if I did it with one of my brothers, I might be a little more like, get your shit together. I would, yeah, I would be <laughs> the same way. Like, I don't think I, I would never... I think my fuse is a little longer with you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, whatever. Claire wants to know, were you surprised with how many hashtags The Amazing Race came up with from your sayings? Uh, no, I mean, we're very quotable. Whatever. I was uh, surprised by how many, like, dumb hashtags he came up with. You know with. what? I do got to say. <laughs> like, one time it was like, hashtag, let's make bread. Oh, my like, God. Drag them. <laughs> like, I will say, <laughs> why I do hashtag think. candy is nice. The big, you the, the biggest travesty from the race was not us not getting the gnome, not us coming in third overall, but how few episode titles we got. I mean, we had because you they use quotes from episodes as the, ti- the titles. The title. And I am just saying, we are we had one lining queens. Yeah. I mean <laughs> we gave them a lot to work with. We gave them slavery realness. I'm, I'm a fan of mixing it up and organizing and like no, sharing here's what it should happen. The they should they should pluck quotes from the episodes in an unbiased third party should say wow that's the best quote that i am most intrigued by we would have had every episode title yeah i mean i was really upset when i didn't get i once dated a yeti and episode that was iconic. five that iconic. was great i mean cockadoodle doodoo is my claim that should have been a, yeah that should have been Dana even title. had great quotes that day uh with her chicken love too gosh cbs and chickens they're really doing it um Caden wants to know, would you say that this experience made your friendship stronger? Yes, maybe. I, I think we were already strong to begin with, but like, I think it was really cool for our friendship to have done it together. I I was trying to like find the best way to put this in words when we did one of the like exit interviews about The Amazing Race being such a great story of like two people and, and their journey. But I think it's really – and, like, how strong those two people are together. But I think it's really cool to kind of watch your partner do some of those roadblocks individually and see how strong they are individually too. Yeah, totally. I mean, it is such a, a two-person game and a team game, but it's really unique. I mean, to to have to do those things on your own and really pull from your inner strengths. And, yes, you've got the support of friends, but it's it's really cool to see how – strong you are together but also how strong you can be as individuals right i think of earlier seasons when you could really do unbalanced amount of roadblocks so the roadblock is when one of the teammates has to do it without the other and there used to be no rule for who could do however many roadblocks so say there's 12 episodes one team member can do every roadblock how unfair is that right and then if they get to the finals and they win because of that it's like it's not because of how strong you are as a team it's because you you were carried to the end right so i love recently you have to do a split amount of roadblocks so you might see in our season somebody saying oh you have to do that one it's because one person has already reached a certain limit of roadblocks right so you have to kind of be able to do half the work truly yeah and i mean and I think one of my favorite moments is there's a clip on their uh, YouTube page, the CBS um, Amazing Race YouTube page, of Sherry recording Cole jumping off the cliff in Bali. And because we all got our own little digital cameras and we can do whatever we want with them, but it's her recording that. And I think that's like when I think about a relationship that's so strong and has grown so much from the race. Imagine going around the world with your son, it, your son who has kind of. Had so much success from their career, but you're at home 
as a stay-at-home mom, imagine going to Indonesia, seeing your son conquer his fear of heights, yeah. jumping off the cliff, and you hear it in her voice. Right. It's a, how it's, proud she was. It's so weird because it's that moment with the digital camera was it was like a mom just. I picture like my dad and my mom when we when I was growing up with my brothers, they would like film us doing stuff. I like, loved it at our track that, meets and stuff. That was like the most one of the most genuine moments on the race was just hearing her voice from the other side of the camera and seeing her perspective of exactly what she was seeing when it happened right. and how proud she was of Cole. Right. I just loved it. I was like, that's what the race is about. Like, sure, it's like cool and like this huge adventure competition, but like doing those things with somebody that's important to you yeah. and like seeing them flourish or overcome those things. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jade wants to know on a scale from one to 10, how fun was it? 10. Let's say a hundred. <laughs> Tim wants to know what did you all do after you checked in into pit stops? Um, it depends. Some of the places like in Mexico City and both nights in Bali, uh, in Geneva, some of those nights we all like you check in, you go through the process of like making sure you still have your passports and then they give you some food. You have to do like a, a unwind a of the episode. So you'll, you'll, tur- you'll turn in all your money. They'll give you like you a Gatorade. Just tell them how much money. Right, you right. Have. But you like to keep track in, of how yeah. much. You'll turn in all your clues, like all the garbage from like unripping the clue. Right. Um, you'll get like a Gatorade, which was like the best thing ever. Um, and you'll record who did the, the roadblock so they can keep track. Right. Well, it's something I was saying was, and, and then sometimes you just sleep outside and you get to mingle with other teams. That which, was my favorite. Like, uh, which just, happened, I think only those a few times, four times that I named at the, uh, snake temple What's in bali, bali bali mexico city geneva oh my god mexico city when we all had to camp outside I'm it's it's kind think. of and i guess technically on the overnight train from yeah armenia to georgia it's kind of like sometimes that'll fuck with you because it puts your sleep schedule into a weird like whatever yeah or you're sleeping in a different environment not comfortable bed um and so like the next episode will kind of be more difficult but other than that, I mean, yeah, it's either it's either that and you do your little after checking in and making sure you're all healthy and all that. Like if you need medical attention, you can ask for that. Um, other You'll do exit interviews, you do your and as I say, other than that, you do your like stand up exit interviews, which is where a lot of the commentary that gets spliced into the episodes comes from. Um, you always do that before you start an episode and at the end of an episode, uh, just kind of. To either project what you think you're going to do that day. That way they have like to voiceovers s- to use throughout the episode. Right. Or to, especially when you're starting off and saying, oh, on the first episode or on the last episode we got first, we're leaving in first today. Or to do the commentary uh, that they splice in throughout. Also, in the hotels, sometimes they'll, they'll tell you like, you have 12 hours in this hotel, you have 40 hours in this hotel, you are locked in that hotel room. Like, yes, so you cannot just, leave. It's you and your partner. You and your partner washing your clothes in a sink or in the shower. So gross. Um, oh my God. Bathing. Drying your clothes by like hanging it on the like door or watching on the, like, a lot the couch. of couch TV, trying to find a channel with English. watching TV in foreign languages. Um, sometimes they'll let you go down to like a continental breakfast, but even then you can't really talk to the other teams. My favorite, well, not my favorite, but a, uh, a funny little moment in France, we were stuck in our hotel for, I don't know, so long. Um, and we, ate all of our chocolates, uh, I know we weren't even going to eat those chocolates. No, but like you're all. so bored. Um, and we were watching like game shows, and then I was watching like some uh news show, and Joe and Casper, the what? YouTubers, were on I it. I was like, I, I felt like I was seeing a glimpse of the outside world. I was like, I know them. Yeah. Um, Layla and Nikki want to know: Did you ever just want to give up during the race? I would say no, no, never. I mean, ne- I never, never. I guess sometimes when it's like challenges and physical stuff like that and just racing like i'm very competitive so it never even crossed my mind to ever quit or give up never literally never i can't imagine like there was remember that season when were they brothers they literally gave up on a challenge and then phil had to go to the challenge more than once girl it's to me that is vile like how can you ever give up i mean it's one thing if like Maybe sometimes he can't he, do it or sometimes something. Sometimes he'll come or eliminate if you're injured. Right. Sometimes he'll come eliminate you if you've been trying. Like I think in season what season am I watching right now? Like six, uh these girls are like doing the one girl's doing the roadblock for like eight hours plus. And that, so okay. Right. But she never gave up though. That's is what, that's is, a is what your thing. point was. It, I think they were like they crossed their arms and they're like, Okay, well, we lost. I'm like, no. You run to the finish line, even if you know you're in last. Right. If he comes out and eliminates you on the course because you're so lost, I mean, I guess I'm okay with that. 
But as long as you didn't quit. I mean, that, imagine, like, in the finale, you giving up on the, the memory challenge and being like, well, we already know we lost. Like, right. no. Never, never. Never crossed our mind. You know, one of my favorite things, uh, I vaguely mentioned once that we went to, we went through in a layover in Germany. Oh, and everyone that's, the like, our German people were like, when? Where? Um, so Ash wants to know, this is important to me, which country were you flying to when you had a layover in Frankfurt? Do you remember? I think it was when we were going to Switzerland. That's the only one it would really make sense for. Wow. What a beautiful question. <laughs> what a beautiful answer. Yeah. Succinct. I, I'm like, we were at the Frankfurt airport for, yeah, I remember. Yes, yes, yes. That was when we were going to Switzerland because we had a layover and everyone was like harassing that one like Swiss woman who was at the gate with us. And then we all landed and had to run to the jet stream. Um, I remember. It's all coming back. I honestly think we were there for like. Literally like a 90 hour. minutes, yeah. maybe. Somebody wants to know, uh, were there moments where you wore the wig that didn't make it on the show? Well, um, in we the hotel must have rooms. tried it on in the hotel rooms. Ho- hotel rooms when we were like... I th- remember four. we did it in Bali because we were, at that point, we were pretty close to the end and we, we were, were debating, bags, yeah. debating what to get rid of. Because sometimes you bring so much stuff on the race, like you just leave it in a hotel room with a note that says like, please donate this. Because right. you don't want to carry it anymore. I mean, I did that with like, a pair of in, shoes in Mexico. In, and, yeah. In Indonesia, we were like, there's no way we're going to another cold climate. Like, so, yeah, based we, on, like, where we were in the world and, like, what had what we had already done. So, we, and like, I left my tights. were, right. Yeah. I think we both left a lot of our winter clothes in Bali because we knew we were close to the end. We kind of thought we're either going to China or we're going to uh, Australia yeah. or New Zealand. Like, the way we were circumnavigating the globe you could kind of start to think maybe we'll go here and as a fan of the race also just considering places they had gone in the past seasons um we figured it was i mean technically i guess it was ending in december and we we could have finished in uh, new york because we had no idea where season we really 27 thought, finished we really thought that um we were hoping we were gonna for finish san, san francisco. francisco or like hawaii or seattle because how much sense would that make the social media season going to the tech capital of the country yeah. blah blah blah. and i was like fuck we're gonna fucking downtown kill to go francisco. to the twitter building that we yeah crazy. i was like they're gonna fucking make us go to the twitter building which i've been to and arrange the fucking hashtags like yeah. i was like ready for it and then Ugh. Santa Barbara, womp womp. <laughs> Sophia, I mean, I just, I think we both just. I hate ha- Santa Barbara. We, we love no, I, San Francisco. I'm gonna... Oh yeah, yeah. And I think we'd be living in LA. We were both like, I don't want to go back to LA. Let it, let us keep exploring the world. Take us to a place we haven't been, or take us to a place we know really well. <laughs> right. Um. Sophia wants to know how did you guys pack? Um. I was just gonna say, as a fan of the show, like I was surprised that they didn't give you a little list. Oh my like god! Yeah, they, they don't tell you what to bring. It's, so it's, you it's bring all whatever you up think. to you to decide. I mean, there are some rules you like. Don't bring a phone. You can't well, right, bring this. Right? You can bring electronics. There's little you things can that bring atlases or globes. Yeah, or, there's little things oh that we god, did bring. You with a globe in your back. Oh my god! Imagine. Um, and then and then they also. <laughs> I was like ripping the clue, and then I'm like, hold on, let me check you, the, globe. Like, <laughs> the globe. Oh my god! Let's do that if we ever. go That's back. so funny. Well, what we were thinking to pack for if we ever went back. Oh my god! How great of an idea is this? Or do we want to keep it as a secret? Let's keep it as a okay, secret because I don't know what you're. Gonna I mean, say. the wigs were a secret. Yeah. Um. No, I was gonna say. Uh, I lost all track. Oh, there wasn't like a checklist. And, uh, so it was just kind of like guesswork. And with some of with your outfits, you had to have all those approved. You literally had to like lay out all your yeah, clothing. Yeah, because you can't have logos. And, like, you can't have You had like... to send them pictures of a plain black t-shirt and be like, yo, can I wear this? Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's really kind of a guessing game. And I think a lot of teams thought, let's overpack and then unfortunately like either ditch or donate some stuff along the way because it's my mentality was it, it's rather be safe than sorry right suzanne wants to know what notes did you write along the way leading up to the finale like did you keep any diary anything um, going like that we kept general notes obviously we kept notes of all the hashtags the in the finale you saw there was a final memory challenge that involved hashtags and it only had nine which if you know the if you know the show like usually there's usually a memory challenge, a memory at challenge. The end. so Everyone was kind of keeping notes as to what we were doing every episode. Right. It was interesting, though. Uh, we kept notes of all the hashtags. There were actually like 35 total, I believe. We were really and hoping you would have to use all of God, them. We knew them front and back and right. how to spell them and everything. And we wanted to use all of them because we knew it would be a much more difficult task. Anyway, uh, and then we just kind of kept general notes about things that every team uh, did and saw because we knew at least – as a fan of the show, it's like they can't really quiz you on on one side of the detour if your team didn't do it. Right. What That's were not some of the fair? So we knew to keep notes of like the people checking us into the mat, 
the roadblocks, some of the like monuments and stuff we went to. For example, what are some of the past memory challenges that people have had to do? Oh gosh, it's usually. I mean, it's they've done stuff with like flags of the country, currency of the country. But like, imagine like checking it, and it's like a challenge of arrange in order all the currencies of the countries you've visited. Like you have to know those. They've done that. In one of the challenges, they had all these pictures from things teams saw during each leg of the race. So one of it was like a a special car they drove or a food that they had to eat or a massage that they got. So there were a lot of, I mean, the show has been on for 28 seasons and they've done a lot of memory challenges. Um, And especially in these later seasons, it's, it's kind of like a, a, you know, it's coming or you, you at least hope it's coming. So you try to study for it as much as you can. McKenna, who is uh who made our new podcast artwork? Hey, wants girl. to know. Hey, McKenna. Uh, she says, "How hard was it keeping it a secret?" Because uh, it happened what, in November. Like the outcome, a I think. Secret? Yeah, the outcome. It happened in November. We filmed it. It went into December, and then yeah. we couldn't talk about it. When did the show start airing? Uh, February. So February. Um, and then the finale was in when? <laughs> like, how? Why did you just say February that way? You're like <laughs> February. Um, and, and it ended in May. So for us, like, I mean, even six months from the beginning, we had to kind of keep the process. Even going through the process, we had to keep it a secret. There were only, I mean, we were able to tell our family, our immediate family members. I mean, it was only like parents and siblings. Like, you weren't even supposed to tell your grandparents or your aunt and uncles that you were going to even be on the show. It was harder for me to keep it a secret that we were about to go do it than the than, outcome than keeping a secret the actual Absolutely. Outcome. Yeah, I would say that's the exact same for me. Not being able to tell people we were leaving uh was much harder than not telling people the outcome because for me it was so much fun to watch and hear all my friends and family react to the Live. episodes each week. I mean, yeah. it was for them, I thought of it as just like them being on the race. It was such a question mark for us when we were out there. You never knew if you were going to survive. And I wanted them to have that same experience for us. I didn't want to come home and tell my mom, hey, we made the final three. I'm not telling you what happens from there. But uh, I liked that my mom literally and y'all listening literally thought any week we, we were going to go home. home. Yeah. Like I liked people being on the edge that's that's the fun of the show is watching your favorite teams and hoping they make it you know what i mean yeah um so yeah it wasn't that hard and as a fan of the show is the same thing i i love the show so much uh race survivor big brother all of it and i love the experience of watching the show because so many of the episodes are unpredictable and you don't know what's going to happen and i wanted them to kind of become fans of the show as well i mean i feel like some of our friends if we had said oh we make the final three they would have waited until that episode so i think it was a lot of fun for them and and it wasn't that hard to keep it a secret at all here's a good question from kelly Corey said that whenever he built something he chose the one closest to the model of you know the the model of what you're replicating yeah what other strategies did y'all have while building? I mean, I think sometimes when you go into those challenges, you just run right head first and just start doing it. And I mean, I remember in Colombia when we were building those pop-up tents, On the beach. Uh, there were cars underneath the tents and some of them had different music levels and, and that sort of thing. So, And it was once you took one, you were stuck with it. So I remember we showed up in fourth place that day and we took a minute to say which of these remaining tents is should the, we go? Should to. we build? And should we uh, try to do? And I remember we both ran past one that had blaring music, and I said, "We're and not doing." Remember that though, one. it wasn't just the music too. It was like the sand. Some of it was like submerged in water, right? And so that was going to be harder to build the tent. So you really have to take in the whole scope of what you're up to, right? I mean, I think a lot of the race the challenge even for begins. us, our strategy was to just like take a beat take a beat take a breath like think about something before rushing into it and and certainly that didn't happen at all times but i think we were successful the majority of the race and the same thing yeah in the kite making challenge uh bernie and ashley picked the second one to go along with their team because it was going with their team color which honestly we we did we did quite a bit too anytime we saw anything green like uh we would gravitate everything i mean the the tent just happened to be green in columbia the boat paddles in bali were green uh, the boat that we took the second day in Bali was also green. Uh, we followed a lot of green I did green colors. bags in Colombia. Yeah. A I lot mean, of green. Uh, same. And then, yeah, even my paraglider uh, really? was wearing a green helmet. Um, One strategy that we did have when we were building things together, and I think we didn't go into it thinking this is what we're going to be doing, but then it turned into every time we built something, this is exactly what we did. I would set things up 
and I would put everything in order that, and then Corey would execute it. So when we were building the tents, I would lay out exactly where sticks needed to be placed yeah. and where the lines needed to be tied and things like that. And Corey would literally do it. Cause, and I think it started like that because Corey was tall and he could actually reach it. Right. But then that's really how things ended up kind of progressing kind of throughout the, the so, season. For I mean, example, in China. Well, I mean, it's just like literally. The, the saying is like too many cooks in the kitchen. If, right. if two people are doing the work, it's a lot of double checking and seeing, did the person do that correctly? Or we could be not on the same wavelength of right. putting things up or like doing it differently. So, so in China, when like we had to do the painting, I set up everything I said and I would take the steps back and say, right. you need to hammer that down an inch. You need to do this. And, and Corey like was doing all the grunt work and actually like executing what had to happen. Yeah. Um, I feel I'm like, okay but like that, that worked so well. <laughs> it did um, work well for us. And I think that was a, a really good benefit of our strategy working together when building anything or doing any of the challenges. Um, this is getting so long. I'm okay. I love it. But I like we should it. Probably long, do one yeah, more let's question. wrap it up. Uh, Rose wants to know, how did it feel to have so much support on the race from like viewers and family and stuff? Well, it was so weird because when we did the, when we left for the race, when we turned in our phones, we had to, like, we were offline. Yeah. We turned on our phone bef- the night before it was even announced that we were going. So we had our tweets scheduled, like our announcements. And t- it was very weird to know at 8.30 a.m. or whatever that the tweet was going live and we couldn't even see what y'all thought or were saying or anything like that. So it was a little bizarre. But then when we got back and the episode started airing, it was incredible. I mean, like, y'all made hashtag Team Tyler and Corey trend literally every week. Um, and from this Q&A, we asked you guys to submit questions with the hashtag Team Tyler and Corey, and it's trending right now. It's like the fact that you guys were rooting for us and and didn't necessarily care about if we succeeded in the, in the form of getting first place at the end. Y'all were just rooting for us in our adventure. And that was like, I, it was really nice because, I, I mean, I was a little nervous because like I was... It was a little bummed that we didn't get the final first. You know what I mean? Right. But to hear going into the finale even that y'all were like, it doesn't matter what happens. We're so proud of you. Blah, blah, blah. Like that was really nice. I don't know how to not to get gushy about it, but it was really nice. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was so much fun. And like I said, as as fans of the show, you never really know if it's going to translate or if you never really know if uh, the, your followers or your family or friends are, are going to kind of take to it the way that you do. So it was awesome to see so many people passionate about the show, and passionate about uh, us doing well and just uh, like enjoying the ride as well and feeling a part of it. You know what I really liked that um, our audience was doing is that they weren't just rooting for us. It was like, oh it God. really felt like y'all. And I mean, I'm sure there were moments when y'all were like annoyed with other teams in some capacity, but I was really happy that, no, none of our people were mean to any other contestants. Like, sure, it's a competition, but y'all were so supportive of everyone on the race. And, and even going into the final three, when we loved the final three, you know, how we were, like, such a close, like, tight-knit family. Like, y'all were happy with everyone. Yeah, I mean, a lot of my replies on Twitter were uh, rooting for you guys and the dancers, rooting for you guys and Sherry and Cole. I love you guys and Bernie Nash. I love you guys and Brody and Kurt. Like, it was crazy to see... Uh, that you guys were being very positive and nice to everyone. I, I mean, it was a lot of fun. And the whole experience was so good. We would you do it again? I would do. That's it again. the question we're getting the most right now. I would do it again. I would do leave. Let's go. Let's go. Oh my God. What if this were an announcement? Oh like, bye. I wish. Um, but anyways, it's so funny though because like we could be gone at any time. Things now, if we disappear for like two days, they're gonna be like, are they? No, not at all. Because <laughs> we had tweet scheduled, video scheduled, podcast scheduled. Like we kind of could have disappeared. Return of Tybot. In- Oh my god, y'all dragon <laughs> I mean, Joey Graceffa left and he had a video every month, the, the month, or I mean, every day the month that he left and nobody knew he was gone. Yeah. Um, but anyways, it's funny, they've been asking for a little bit longer of a podcast and I guess they finally this got is it. it. This is so y'all long. Got it. Uh, but I guess we should get out of here. Thank Wait, you for listening. Wait, if you listened this long, what do you want them to do, Cor? I mean, hashtag Tyler and Corey for all stars. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Tyler hashtag and Corey for, Tyler and Corey for all stars. Yeah. That's good. Do they need to like put the Amazing Race in there? And tweet it at Amazing Race. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know what? Go to the Amazing Race. No, no, no. I was going to say go to the Amazing Race Facebook page and comment on everything. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag just to piss off the regular viewers who hate everything in life. 
Anyway, okay, we gotta go. Corey, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter. You know where to find me. Corey Cool. Instagram. 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 I mean, What's I your rolled, Snapchat? It's Corbin Coolio. I mean, if you go to my Instagram, it's listed there. You know what? You should follow us on Snapchat because that's gonna be the real way to find out that we are gone. True. Oh my <laughs> if god. If we don't snap for 30 oh days god, in a row, like, that's how we, you know. Yeah. Because everything else we can we schedule. Have to, like stock image some like selfies or some shit. Oh my god. Any who's old. I'm Tyler Oakley everywhere except Snapchat. Snap Tyler Oakley. We gotta go. Love you guys. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a iTunes review and bye. Bye.